0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the board certified gaming podcast number two. This is the second one. It's going to be kind of a short one today because it's just me. Amar is uh, busy this week, but he will be back next week. And, you know, so make sure to tune into that and keep watching the channel so you can be filled in with whatever (laughs) new stuff we're going to talk about next week. Um, Just some plugs right away. Make sure to follow our YouTube channel. Make sure to follow uh, yeah, board certified gaming on YouTube. Make sure to follow board cert gaming on Twitter and board certified gaming on Instagram. And also we have a Twitch channel that we will be on Twitch every Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday. And that is called uh, board certified gaming TTV. So those Make sure to follow those accounts so you can stay up to date. We have tons of stuff coming out. You know, we try to release new stuff and interesting stuff all the time. Some might not be as interesting to you, but, you know, hopefully we strike a chord with something. So, yeah, just follow those accounts. We'd love you for it. If not, you know, that's you do your own thing. That's up to you. But today, the topic, it's going to be a short one. We're going to talk about burnout. Not the game. It's a fun game. Burnout is an amazing game where you crash into stuff and, you know, drive really fast. But we're actually going to talk about burnout as in energy, as in you have not enough energy anymore because you have spent it all doing this thing. And it's become a significant problem in the games industry where game developers are spending so much energy and so much time and using up every single amount of manpower hours they can in order to create the games that we you know, play all the time and sink our $60 into. It's actually become quite a problem recently because there are just so many giant studios that are always trying to cram out new content and provide new updates and do maintenance and do all this other stuff and keep these games being these giant experiences that are continuing to evolve. Back in the day, there was, you know, people were working, You know, probably a couple hours extra to finish a game on time. But these games weren't really doing anything once they were done. Once you got a game, it was done. You couldn't really add anything to it. There wasn't a DLC, there wasn't any kind of server that you had to worry about. The game is on the plastic console, it's a plastic cartridge. You stick it in and then you play. But, you know, with the evolution of game development, They've got DLCs in it. They've added content that comes after the game is done. So a game is never fully finished anymore. There are updates that constantly come out for your games. There are, you know, DLC that's coming in months. There's a whole separate, you know, kind of genre now called Battle Royales or free-to-play games, where it's there's constant new stuff like skins and new weapons and new game modes coming that it's just it's a constant influx of stuff that the game developers are having a tough time keeping up with so it's actually our fault us as the consumers and kind of technology's fault so as technology has advanced and we can put more stuff in these games and they can be evolving things we as consumers eat it up we want all of that we want the most of this game we want our 60 dollars to go as far as possible before you'd pay a you know recently priced or a reasonably priced game you play it and you get a significant amount of time out it and it's like that was great you know it's graphics weren't as you know polished we'll say but you know you still got a satisfying experience you know i remember as a kid Playing the N64 and being super satisfied with every single game I played, even though it looked like crap and didn't have the best story in the world, but it was still fun to play. But now it's, you know, there's so much that we expect out of games now. We expect them to look the prettiest they possibly can with no human like people in the game. We want to see that. We want to see no, you know, all the graphics. We want to see no bugs or no, you know, little smudges in anything we want everything to be realistic we want everything to be like we're going to be immersed in this world even though it's most likely a sci-fi game with aliens that you're never going to be have the opportunity to be in but we want to be like i'm there this could happen i'm staring at it my tv we want our sports games to be like we're watching a football game on tv or a soccer game on tv and we're contributing to it you know we as consumers want the best when we, because we know that the games industry can provide that, we know that they have the technology and the ability, and these are giant studios that can pump out this stuff. You know, every year we can come out with a new game, you know, a new Call of Duty game or a new Madden game, and you know, it, they're making advancements, they're making it better and trying to make it more, uh, more developed and more intricate every single uh, year they put out a new game. And we want this stuff. We know they can provide it and they know that we want to give them our money for it. So they're going to try to pump out as much as they can. It sucks that it sounds like they're trying to bleed us dry. They never will, but they're trying. So these games are just trying to get how much stuff can we cram into this game to make it the biggest possible and the largest longest experience you can possibly have with the game and keep it going and keep people paying money or get people to buy the game there are some people who come to the game late and if it's still you know an evolving process they're still gonna buy the game even you know months or years later because it's still a popular game that's still being updated if it's a free-to-play game with you know a bunch of microtransactions, which is another huge thing then they are come into the game and then you're going to that's a model to make money later because people are always going to buy these stupid skins and weapons and uh all kinds of random crap that you don't really need because the game is there. The base game is there. You don't need this extra cosmetic stuff, but people want it just because it makes them unique, it differentiates their character from everyone else. It's people are suckers for that, which I mean it's not I think I'm a little bit more uh, self-disciplined with that, but that's just you know me on my high horse down here. So for those of you listening down below, my uh, pedestal up here. <laughs> I think that game developers are trying to cater to the consumers because they know we're suckers for it and we're going to pay. We're going to give them money because any little thing that they can do that's adding to the game that we already paid for is insane. And we're like, that's, oh my God, that's incredible. Like, absolutely, here's a couple more bucks. When actually, behind the scenes, these developers are actually running their employees into the ground. Like, these people who are, who their life is to design video games to make other people enjoy them, are just getting worn down to the absolute bone, working as long as they possibly can just to make this game. Appeal to people just to make it like this continuing process when it should be done. It's like we're done, we want to move on to our next project, but we can't because we're constantly having hundreds and hundreds of people working on this same game that's been out for like years now. It's insane. Some companies handle it a little bit better than others by putting stuff out slowly or not as much stuff or just committing to this game, and we're not going to put stuff out for another like year or two that's how it happens but some are really bad some are like we need to do this i don't care about you if you don't like it go find another job we're gonna wear you down because we want to make sure that this update comes out and people keep paying us money because if we don't they're gonna you know not play our game anymore which is not really true if fortnite decides to not have any we're not gonna have any more skins people aren't gonna just stop playing they're gonna like the game mechanic and they're gonna play it nobody's playing it so they can get the skins Once you get a skin, you kind of just play as the same guy over and over again. It's repetitive. Like, nobody changes their skin every single time. So if you get, you know, if you, I get the free-to-play model, meaning you want more stuff to justify people paying for it, because if they only pay a certain amount, then the game is worth a certain amount. If it's this free game, but you make your money on microtransactions, once those stop, the money stops. And then you can't charge the game for free anymore. That's why people charge, or that's why publishers charge $60 for a game, is because that's the game. You know, you got a full experience that you can say is worth $60. But if we add more stuff, we're going to charge you for it. And the other way is if you don't pay for the game, we're going to charge you for every single other thing besides the game that you want. And we're just going to make the game as basic as hell. Those are the two kind of models. There are probably other ones, but those are the two big ones. And it's been shown recently that a lot of the free-to-play developers are having a tough time with burnout because they're just trying to churn so much stuff out. You can't. You have to dedicate a giant staff to that because you, it's people want it. They want it. You want to uh, try and either get to the top or remain at the top. So you need to have as much stuff as possible. So I don't know how Epic Games is really doing with that. They might have, you know, fixed it now that they're just rolling stuff out kind of slowly. But they're still trying to like have a a really huge uh, influence on the games industry by being at the top. They're huge, so other people are following suit. Apex was Legends was like, I want to be like Fortnite, so we're gonna EA is gonna create their own kind of Fortnite, and it's the same kind of shit. And you know, every person is doing a battle royale mode and everybody's doing a free to play game. Our games is going to go free to play. Now that it's made companies millions and millions and millions of dollars. Who knows? But I don't think the burnout's going to stop because we want and consume more things faster than people can make it or give it to us. These companies need years sometimes to to make these games the best they possibly can be. And It's kind of a double-edged sword. Yes, the game comes out early. And, you know, it's, oh, it's on time. It's, they can get all these games out, but then there's tons of bugs and they don't play as well or they're not as polished and then people hate them. So it's, I'd rather, personally, I'd rather a developer take some time. You know, make the game at your pace. Don't burn your employees out because if they're burnt out, they're either going to not do, they're going to do shoddy work or they're not going to want to do it and they're going to leave and then you might replace them with somebody who will do the work who might not be as good. So you you kind of have to find that balance of yeah, we need deadlines because we don't want to fade away into nothingness, but we also want to keep our employees happy g- doing good work and not, you know, coming out with shitty games. So that's if developers find a good balance of that, then there's going to be a lot better of an experience. I personally think it's a huge problem that they're trying to churn out games so fast nowadays. When I only have so much time to con- to actually play them, my backlog is insane. You know, I in the uh, next or towards the end of this uh, podcast, I'm gonna have a segment called "What's in My Backlog," which is I'm gonna talk about a game that I want to play that's in my backlog that I've been meaning to play but it's just been sitting there on the back burner and i'm going to be talking about why i should because it's bugging me that i should play these games and there is a good enough reason to do it and i just need to get into it but that's a problem because i don't have an i only have a certain amount of time in the day to play games that you know they're coming out faster than i can play them Know, every you know, few weeks or month or so, there's a game that I'm like, man, that's really that's really cool. I want to buy that. I want to play that. That looks really cool. And there's no way I'm gonna completely finish the game or beat it and delete it or sell it back because I've finished it in a, like the two or three weeks or month span. There's no way. You know, I'm I'm a person with a life and other things to do than just sit and play video games. I'd love it if that was my life, you know, just sitting and playing video games all day. Hopefully, I'll get there someday. But, you know, I, there's only a certain, there's only 24 hours in the day. So it would actually benefit me if these games didn't come out so often. Cause there's so many titles out there that it's, there's so much competition that it's really hard for these like indie developers or smaller developers to get out there because everybody the the big guys are putting their stuff out so fast that they just oh yeah i'm gonna go to that big one because it's by that big developer that i like even though this other indie game came out that is probably on par in terms of quality and fun but nobody pays attention to it because the big ones are coming out so fast and they're just trying to get these out as quickly as possible Burning out their employees in the process and then it turns out they're actually not that great of games or not you know handled well in the later stages after the game is released so it's it's a real problem that we as consumers i don't think there's anything we can do anything about it like we can't stop demanding these things because we have decided that this is what we want we are demanding these games come out every year or you know damn near because we want because we're used to it you know i don't know who the first game to come out with you know a sequel or something or a game every year but that's kind of like the process you there's a new call of duty game every year there's seemingly a new battle royale game coming out every year there's new sport games coming out every year you know all these games come out every single year or they try to like okay e3 we're going to announce the game next e3 we're going to tell them when it's coming out and it's going to be months later like months after this e3 and then we're going to release it or you know we're going to have the game just come out and then we're going to just continue to update it and mold it you know like fallout 76 we're going to kind of fix it as it goes along we released it a couple months after e3 just because here you go we've been working on it for like a year or two And it turns out to be a shoddy game that no one likes because they were trying to pump so much stuff out. Bethesda, I love you, but you know, you kind of messed up and now they're kind of walking back saying, well, now we're going to add NPCs. Now we're going to add all this other stuff because they realized that they tried to, they put it out too early. I don't know if they had burned out employees in the process, but I know that that game should have stayed in the uh, oven for a little bit longer. But the overall thing I'm trying to get at is that we as consumers, if somehow you guys all listen to this podcast or you all get the same idea one day when you wake up, demand less. You know, like let, We need to let the developers know that we are patient. We will wait. We will still give you our money. You're not going to run out of money because we wait another couple months or maybe two years for you to release a game, you know, then, and they also don't have to be these grand, beautiful, you know, um, tapestries of quality. They don't have to be the greatest looking games on the planet. I know 4k is, you know, going to be the standard. And then it's like, I don't know, 8k or like 5k. I don't know what they're doing, but, you know that's gonna be the next thing now we gotta come out with p s five titles because you know we and those need to be the most incredible looking and playing games on the planet just because we're we have the technology but you know there's nothing wrong with a like eight bit games are still being made just because you know it's an indie developer they can do it you know it it take it's a lot less taxing yeah i mean i I revel I don't know, revel is the right word, but I, it probably is the wrong word. I am amazed at some of the graphic, graphic technologies that we can do to make games look as realistic as possible. That's super impressive to me. But if it comes at the price of these employees are getting burned out, the game's not as good because of that. And then they're still putting it out early because it's, you know, and it's, it, clearly shouldn't be ready but it somehow they're throwing it out there. You know, I don't want that. I'd wait. I'd be happy with waiting because, you know, it and it, it with it looking a little crappy. That's fine. As long as it's fun to play, I guess I'm easy. I'm not everybody, but you know, I'd, I'd rather have a a solid game that looks pretty decent. I grew up with crappy looking games. I'm used to it. If it's fi- if it's plays, who cares? You know, there's I forgot, I think it's Dust or something, or Dusk, Dusk maybe, but it's like an old school shooter that looks like Doom, and like it was really fun to play. If it was fun to play, I should remember the title, I just remember it was either Dusk or Dust, but I remember watching footage of it, it looked exactly like the Doom graphics, but in, it comes out, and it came out like last year. That's insane to me that, I mean, and people are like, probably that looks ugly. That looks old school. I don't want that. I want, you know, 4k. I want the prettiest game possible or the biggest game. I want the biggest map in the world. And we've provided it for you. We have the entire city of Los Angeles for you to walk around. And it's just amazing how much people want, how much the game developers think we want and how much they're trying to give us. It's I'm willing to slow down that would help my backlog immensely. I would have less games to play because I would not get them so quick. I, you know, I picked up Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 the other day and I'm like that's this is fucking great. I'm ready to play it. But the couple days before I picked up Pokemon Let's Go Eevee because that was, you know, cheap on Amazon and I wanted to play it. I wanted to pick it up since it came out. And now I got a deal and I had some money. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy it because I'm getting Marvel Ultimate Alliance three anyway. And I was like, well, now I got to hurry up and beat Pokemon or else I'm never going to play it because I'm going to go on to Marvel Ultimate Alliance three and then I'm going to move on to the next game that I buy or, you know, something that I've been playing constantly like a random game on game pass or, you know, a battle royale. That's, you know, enough to fill a couple hours. You know, slowing down would help me. It would help not only me but the employees that are just working their asses off trying to get these things out you know it it's it's an interesting phenomena about how i'd actually be interested to see how those with happier employees what their game quality and like their game scores would be compared to the companies that have the most complaints of you know burnout or like workplace issues that you know these ceos are just treating their employees like crap like I'd I'd want to see like how those work out and what their uh, profit margins would be because you know you it takes a lot of money to make these games but you know there some of them are relying on reputation at this point you know it, it they're certainly the quality has been dipping on some of the bigger studios like you know Call of Duty and all the battle royales are starting to you know fade away hopefully except Fortnite Fortnite is our lord and savior i guess but i'd be interested to see how the big boys are doing in terms of sales and in terms of if they have the like the ratio of sales or profit margins compared to happiness of employees or like workplace complaints i'd be interested to see that but so that's burnout also go play burnout because it's a fantastic game so i hope that somehow we change, it's not going to, because you know I'm just a guy talking into a microphone. But for these developers' sake, I don't think they're going to run out of money or go bankrupt just because they say, hey, you know what, 40 hours, if you can get it done in there, maybe like an extra hour or two of overtime. That's not burnout, that's you're working a job. And then, because everybody you know works a little bit harder than they probably need to sometimes. So, you know, just a little bit. Of extra time and that would be fine all right and maybe put the game off like a couple months or a year i get people want the oh it's got to be in the holiday season or it's got to be like a catchy time to release a game it doesn't you know it's if it's just like movies you know like the star wars and marvel movies are just like in may like who cares like they're just in random times i get like summer around christmas in the holiday season but people are still going to go see the movie like a month later because even when it comes out, they're going to still see it two months afterwards or buy it on DVD or something because it's a movie. It's still around. Yeah, you can release the game in the holiday season, but people are still going to have money and want to buy the game whenever it comes out if they truly want to play it and if it's a good game. So push release, release dates back. You know, Work your employees less hard or get employee more employees, hire more people, and work them the regular amount of time. There are plenty of good uh, developers and engineers and uh, designers and all these good people that are really talented, that are probably looking for work somewhere that these people can get hired. Yeah, we're gonna work you a normal time. We're not gonna burn you out. We're gonna release the game when it comes out, when we're done. So we make a satisfying game instead of just making a piece of crap that we can get out early and make our millions of dollars while you guys while we cut you because we don't need you anymore because we created the game we just need to you know develop it for a little bit further and maintain servers that's all we need you know it's treat these employees kindly and then the product will be better and then it will return with profits and the people being happy we're going to be happy regardless we're not going to be pissed because a game comes out six months later or a year later like we're going to if this planet is still alive by then, we'll p- I'll pick it up anyway. Like I'm gonna go get it. I don't need to have it. This there are some games I need to have today. Like I would want to have it today, but if I realize like like Animal Crossing is one, Nintendo delayed Animal Crossing, and I'm like, you know what? that's fine. They want to make it a better game. I've been waiting a couple years for an Animal Crossing game. I can wait a little bit longer. Meanwhile, I've got tons of stuff that I need to play and get done with because it's been sitting on my shelves and in my, uh, in my system for a long time. And so that's, I think, a good segue into what's in my backlog. So this is a segment that I'm going to try to do on every podcast. We'll see if it works. I don't know, we might have to change it. I know we did What Are You Playing in the last podcast, but this time we're going to do What's in My Backlog. So like I said before, I'm going to list a game that is in my backlog that I have been meaning to play, but haven't, and I am going to explain why I should play it. And, you know, it's, it's going to hopefully you know listening to this podcast and other people comment below saying that I should you know get me to do it remind me it's just a reason that I need to play this game and why I should and kind of kick why I'm kicking myself a little bit why I'm I'm kind of pissed at myself why I'm not playing it so for the first uh time of what's in my backlog the game is Marvel's Spider-Man so this game I'm a huge Marvel fan and when the game came out you know, a while ago. I was really excited to get it because I am a huge Marvel fan. And there hasn't been a good Spider-Man game in a long time. And the only thing I've heard about this game was just nothing but it's awesome. It's amazing. You get to play a Spider-Man. It's beautiful. The combat is great. There's so much stuff to do. And there's tons of skins to unlock and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what, that sounds perfect. I love the Spider-Man movies. I love the Spider-Man comics. He's not my favorite Marvel character. Go Captain America and Ant-Man. But, you know, he's he's up there. And this game was comes came out. It was on PS4. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go grab it because I have to. This game looks so fun. And then I played a little bit of it. And then I was like, but I got all this other stuff I want to play. And then I got distracted. And then it's been sitting on my backlog since I got it. I've only played like a couple missions and I'm just kicking myself because I it's a beautiful game. It's stunning. It's really fun. Spider-Man is witty and the villains look super cool. You can just swing around the city like the whole entire city and do whatever you want to do. Not really whatever you want to do, but it's you get to swing around and get on top of every building and just. There's random crimes and stuff that happen that you need to stop. You basically are Spider-Man. You know, who can't, who, who hates that? It's just a really well done game. I think it's by Insomniac Games. It's just really good that I'm kind of a dumbass for not playing it a little bit more. So hopefully with this segment, I am going to pick it up again, play it, get into it, because... I think I've been doing it a disservice by not you know it that's the whole point of this segment is that I have been doing this game a disservice and have been being really dumb by not playing it because it looks and sometimes is a good game like some of these games are in my backlog I've played like a little bit of or like half of and I'm like yeah this is fantastic and like I just stop because of what I mentioned earlier meaning games are coming out so often and they're just they're adding so much stuff to games, making them giant, you know, lifelong experiences that there's just too much to consume. So I just have stuff sit and I need to actually make a list of the things that I want to play, should play, and, you know, need to play. Meaning that I am such an idiot for not playing this game that I have just sitting here. Like, get off your ass and do it. Instead of playing the same stupid stuff you play all the, all the time. You know, don't play. I was playing Dragon Age the other day just because it's like, I love Dragon Age. And I'm like, well, I wanted to play it. But I'm like, I have so many games that I've gotten in the last like year or two. Dragon Age came out in 2009, I think. And I've played it like three times. Like, yes, it's fine to go you know, play a game you love and play a game you've played before. But I've got so much stuff that I just need to get off my ass and do it. You know, so I hope this segment has will get me off my ass and play this game. Uh hopefully next week I'll have an update. I probably won't play it because I'm too chicken shit, but hopefully I'll have some kind of, you know, fire under my butt to play Spider Man. I really want to. I need to see the movie as well because I've heard it's really good. But that was what's in my backlog. I'm gonna try to get a mar on this too because his backlog is pretty intense as well. And I'm sure he's got a lot that he needs to play and he's kicking himself for not playing. But this has been, I think we're going to end it here. So this has been the second podcast for uh, board certified gaming. You know, we're gonna, Like I said, we're going to try to come out with these every week. It's just me today. Amar will be here next time. And um, so make sure to follow us on every single thing you can. So that's a uh, board certified gaming on YouTube, which is probably how you're watching this because we're going to try to figure out how to get actual podcasts so you can listen to them like in the car and stuff. Um, board certified gaming on YouTube board cert gaming. So B O R E D C E R T gaming at, on Twitter board certified gaming on Instagram board certified gaming TTV on Twitch. And then, Remember that we uh, stream on Twitch every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Check out the profile. The schedule will be on there. And you know we'll obviously update everything on the Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. And then follow me on Twitter as well at andylucas33. So that's my personal Twitter. I'm pretty funny, kind of. Not. I don't know. That's for you to decide. But... I am going to see you guys next week and, you know, continue to check out the videos that we have here. We got all kinds of content that we're trying to put out for you guys that, and this is just one of them. So this is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening for this. Hopefully this entire thing. I appreciate every single one of you who, you know, clicks on the button, any kind of button on any of our pages. It's awesome. You know, and I'm very grateful to uh, have any kind of viewers or listeners. So I will see you guys next week. Have a good one.